1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kramer and Jess. On demand. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day.
2: Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. Good morning. This video that's going viral this morning is actually out of New York. But we're just going to assume that...
3: When was this video taken? Does it say? I,
2: uh, it can't be recently. It got posted yesterday. Okay. So I don't know how old the actual video is. Okay question for all of my servers here in maryland because mm-hmm. again this is out of new york maybe that's just it's a different world up there okay mm-hmm. but let me explain what's what this video is of there's a a woman who is a server and she's gone back into the kitchen she's got a plate from a table that she has just cleared it's got a new york strip on there yeah what she does is she actually grabs that steak and is literally eating the leftovers <laughs> Of this steak, Yes. Okay. So right. she goes, if I could afford my own New York strip, then maybe I would do it myself. But she is, this woman is just going in hard on this steak. Yes. I just don't know how common that is. Here's the thing. As a patron to a restaurant, whatever happens behind those little swinging doors, we just have to trust the right thing. Yeah. You know? And not that it's like, <laughs> I, I don't care what you honestly do with my food. Once it's taken off the table, if you want to eat it, that's fine. I just think it's a little nasty. I just think it's a little nasty. Let's get the phones going this morning. 410-583-1065. I want to talk to servers, and I need someone to be honest with us this morning. Do you eat food off of plates that you've already cleared? I want to figure out how common that is. Jess, you were a server for how many years?
3: Uh, at least six years. Was six the, or seven years.
2: Was it a sushi restaurant the whole time?
3: Uh, no. I worked at a place called True Food Kitchen. And kind Shout of up. like, yeah, kind of like a, no, there's a true food kitchen. It's like maybe like an hour or so away okay. from here. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then the place I was at for the longest time was a PB, uh, I mean, was a sushi restaurant. Do, yes. Do you ever, did you ever eat food mm-hmm.
2: off of plates that you cleared?
3: I will be completely honest with you because I wasn't sure if I or the other servers that I worked with were the only ones, but Yes. And I will tell you exactly how it went I'm, down. Are you Was embarrassed it like
2: saying this by the way? Because you look like you're no, almost embarrassed to admit that. No,
3: I'm not embarrassed. I think it's just I think it's just different. If you've never worked in the service industry, like never. you're gonna have a you're gonna have a reaction like the one you had. Yeah. Would I okay, in the video, you need to watch the video though go to Kramer and Jess on Instagram so you can see. She grabbed the steak that obviously another person had, like, their fork and their knife had been touching, and she's eating it. Mm. Would I personally do something like that? No. However, what we did do, if there was a table who had, like, a roll with at least, like, Six pieces left that they did not touch okay. at all whatsoever. Sushi, they had not we? been touched. Exactly. I'm not, okay, I would not eat a roll uh, that had uh, a bite taken out of it, but yes, if there was a roll that was uh, not touched at all, we would take it in the back and eat it because, like she said, if I could afford my own, sometimes that was the only way I was eating dinner at the time when I was God. working multiple jobs and a college student. I think I would so go yes. hungry.
2: I think I would go hungry. How, do you, is that common though? Like, do you think that's like a normal practice? I mean,
3: I don't know. For the, from the way that you're freaking out about it and people were freaking huh. out about it online, yes. maybe, or maybe
2: I'm the only one. But yeah, I did. Can anybody else back Jess up on this? Like, if you're a server here in Maryland, can you can you testify that, like, either this happens or this doesn't? When our food goes off the table, do people
3: actually eat this food? Can okay. we also, like, mention no, no, that... No nasty, we can't. No, uh-uh, don't call me nasty, <laughs> nasty just nasty. because you've never been a server before just in your life nasty. and you don't understand that life. If it has... Okay, I served... For six years, if something literally was not touched, yes, we ate it. And why? Because we didn't have money and we were college students. So say something to me. I don't
2: think nobody's going to back you up on that. Especially, I mean, I know you did this pre-COVID times, yeah, but like, come on, man. This is nasty. Right. Hey, Christian from Annapolis. Good morning. Good
4: morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. You're a server. I was. Yeah, I was. Not anymore. I was a lot of years, though. Yeah.
2: Did you ever see someone literally take the food off of a plate that had been cleared and put it in their mouth? Okay, so first of all, <laughs> I personally have
4: never done that. Uh, but Jess, I, I, I'm not, I'm not hating on you at all because I have witnessed it happen. Yeah. Um, I understand the whole like, you know, <laughs> struggling from time to time thing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I was just always really, like, germophobic, though. Like, so that was a me thing, you know? No, um, you're,
2: you're what they call a normal human, by the way. Oh,
3: so <laughs> that's how you want to talk.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think that, like, a normal person, their own rational brain would be like, this seems like a good idea. Thank you for calling, by the way, Christian. Uh, 410-583-1065. I think that most calls that we're going to get are going to make Jess feel a little out of place this morning.
4: I'm not out of place.
2: Amanda from Baltimore, good morning.
4: Hi, good morning. You are a server? Yeah, served a fast tender for years. Did and you? And I, I can say every one, every place I've worked, people have done this. If there's a stray chicken tender or a half a burger cut down the middle, somebody was eating it. <sighs> did
2: Did you? No, don't don't put this off on everybody else, okay? <laughs> like, don't don't be calling me like yeah well, everybody else. Did you actually
3: do this? Yes, of course. How, how often? <laughs> yeah, why are you you're freaking out. How
2: often would you do this? I mean, it would
3: probably happen like once a week. But if somebody was in like a crab
4: cake back with a bite taken out, we were definitely eating
2: it. Okay, so let let's just let's, let's let's play Would You Eat It, okay? Let's play Would You Eat It. Alright, so let's say that's a crab cake, okay? okay? There's been a bite taken out of it. Cut it off. You cut it off and still eat it, would you eat it? Oh yeah. You take it, Jess. Would you eat it?
3: Yeah, I'd cut. I would cut that part off and I would eat it. <laughs>
2: there's a a, yeah. a a chicken finger, so obviously it's usually eaten by hand, okay? But there's a bite taken out of one end. Would you eat it if you cut the other end off?
3: Personally, me no, because obviously it was in their hand. But I'm telling you, during that time in my life, if it was not touched, I ate it. <sighs>
2: Amanda, would you eat it? Because you know chicken fingers are going to be handled by hand. Not if it was
3: a bite taken out, but if there was one on the plate
4: still not touched, I'd eat
3: it. Yeah, because you're watching them the whole time, too. That's another thing. We're watching you. Obviously, we're taking care of you, and I'm noticing if you are or we're not touching your food. And I, if I saw you not touching it, I was already planning on eating it.
2: I think you two may be alone in this.
3: Matthew from Baltimore County,
2: uh, you're a server, or you were a server.
3: Yeah,
2: for many years, in many different restaurants. Does this happen? Is this common, or is just a listener Amanda just grows? Absolutely common, everyday practice. Every day, yeah, every day,
3: every shift. Every
2: day, Uh, every day, every shift. Yeah. How many times would you? I mean, and give me an example of something you may eat if you saw it come back through the kitchen exactly what they said like a crab cake or a burger cut it in half eat the half that wasn't touched (laughs) it yeah uh what about like a soup will we eat a soup no 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 No. what about a salad no way salad
3: food only we're not dumb we're just hungry and poor
2: (laughs) god that's that's the quote of the day by the way right there that's okay Okay, listen thank you for coming to justice defense thank you so much you got it hey sarah good morning Hi, good morning. First you're, of all,
5: Kramer, y- y- you owe Jess an apology for calling her nasty. You got me so worked out this morning in my car. I swear I had
2: to pull over. Well, it's nasty. Uh, <laughs> Listen, okay, can, can we admit this? Okay, and I, I, I'm feeling you're coming to Jess's defense, and maybe you've done this before. Let me, Let me ask you a question to both of you. Can we at least admit it's not very sanitary? If somebody's very germaphobic, this freaks me out. Can you at least okay, admit it's Pran, not sanitary? I am going to rock your world right now, okay?
5: <laughs> you are upset because you think it's gross that they're eating things that people might have touched, right? Right. Like, strangers. Okay, well, your chef who is making your food, he touches it. Guaranteed. No, no, yes. he
2: yes. doesn't. Yes. Absolutely.
5: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if you, if you a chef making pretty much anything, when they put those fries in the basket, almost 100% of the time, they're grabbing them, they're putting them in that basket. Like, yeah. I have worked in enough restaurants for enough years to see chefs Grabbing food with their hands, especially in high end places. Actually,
2: yes. we we are <laughs> deflecting right now, ladies. No, we're not. Okay. We're not. No,
5: we're not. not what we're saying is, is that you basically do the same thing when you eat the food that you order. So it's been, not different.
2: You've got no shame. Like you'll just maybe names of things you've. you've so I mean,
5: like play. I said, I'm not. Gonna a soup i'm not gonna eat a salad but like yeah i also worked in a sushi restaurant for a time if they're not touching it of course i'm eating it again yes yeah, broke hungry
3: yeah
5: i don't see what you don't understand
2: about this <laughs> I, I, i've never been a server so i'll never understand exactly. i got a lot of respect for servers especially right now i really do i would rather go hungry mm. than have somebody else's that's food that's what
3: you think right now mouth. because you've never been in that situation <laughs> I <just>
2: before <laughs> i just don't know listen we appreciate your honesty this morning thank you for
0: calling us sarah
1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: The best of Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5.
1: I'm getting into a really
2: bad habit that I've never done in my 15 years of waking up early from morning radio is i have started to hit the snooze button. Yeah. And it, that is a dangerous trap, by the way. Oh, yeah. One that I knew I never wanted to start because mm-hmm. I knew that once I started, I'd never quite be able to get back to it again. Yeah. Usually before, it's like the, I would hit the ground running. My alarm goes off, and I would just get up. Yeah. At four o'clock and just go. This morning, my, I woke up really early this morning because my anxiety got going like 2.45, but i laid lay there till my alarm went off, right? Oh. So four o'clock, my alarm goes off. I hit snooze once. Now it's 4.09, right? I hit snooze twice, now it's 418. Okay. Hit snooze twice, now it's 427. Hit snooze one more time. Yes. And now it's 436
3: uh-huh.
2: before I finally get out of bed, right? <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because the survey's out this morning saying that when you hit the snooze button, they find that people's days are actually more stressful than yeah. if you were to actually just hit the ground running and go.
4: Mm-hmm. And I
2: know that. Like, I know that. Then I literally. I'll get up, but this morning I was like, "Okay, I got up, and like I had to run. I mean, run to get out of the house by five.
3: Yeah,
2: take Kiki, my dog, out. Oh yeah, get you have breakfast so many ready, things to do. Yeah. shower. I did it all in twenty minutes, and I was out the door.
3: You shower in the morning? I do. I have
2: to. I can't wake up if I don't. I got to shower. So oh, I, really? I, gotta, I think that would be the number one thing. I will honestly not take Kiki out over wow. getting a shower. <gasps> it's that important me.
3: You would rather have her pee all over your rug? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: I'd rather deal with it later. How many times do you hit the snooze button in the morning? I want to know how chronic of an issue this is. Like, if We just took a, a, a poll in Maryland right now asking how many times do you hit the snooze button? Yeah. Because I hit my max record today of four. Oh,
3: what? No. <laughs> uh, don't. Don't do it. <laughs>
2: That makes me mad. Text us right now 410-583-1065. How many times do you hit the snooze button? Let's just say on an average day. Jess, are you like a gotta get up right when the alarm goes off, or?
3: Yeah, I honestly I haven't done it in a long time because I'm scarred for life. Because when I hit the snooze button, I didn't wake up. Bad things happened. I think it was like something in San Diego when we were on the radio in San Diego and like I hit the snooze button and maybe I didn't set my like second alarm. And so I woke up past showtime. That's I woke up and it's like the most terrifying feeling on the planet. I think- So only one time these days.
2: I think people up this early can understand that too, and only people that are up this early because usually we have to be somewhere. Yes. We're not just up for fun. No. Nobody's just waking up being this is so fun. I'm yeah, so no. glad I'm, I'm awake not at 6 up 40 journaling, in the morning. Journaling, drinking <laughs> yeah. tea for no reason. No. My Mom does that, okay? <laughs> but other than that, like like nobody, I feel like unless you have to be up this early, yeah. you always have this panic feeling in your soul. Mm-hmm.
0: Kramer and Jess. Mega. 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 <laughs> 1065. Alright,
2: 500 bucks up for grabs. Welcome to your Monday edition of the Mega Prize Minute. And Hi. we're playing with Sarah from Timonium. Hi. Hi. Good,
3: morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey Sarah, have you been have you been paying attention? I have been. Are you feeling confident?
3: I I hope so. Well, <laughs> I believe in you, girl. We should be fine then.
2: <laughs> Uh, in case you're mm-hmm. new to Mega Prize Minute, we uh, this is a 10-question trivia game. Same 10 questions every single day until somebody gets them all right with a couple of rules. Jess.
3: If you get one wrong, you're out. If you mispronounce the answer, you're out. If you take longer than 60 seconds to answer all 10 questions, you're out. But if you get all 10 questions right within one minute, you are winning a $500 gas card fueled by Shell at In And Dashin for craveable food like the new Chicken Corn and Blue Sub. And just visit dashin.com for participating locations. You ready, Sarah? I am. Let's
4: do it, Sarah.
3: 60 seconds
2: starts now. Question number one, what is your favorite trick-or-treat candy? Kit
3: Kat. Correct. Question number two, what year did the cold sleep Baltimore? 1984. Correct.
2: Question number three, Jess met Garage Boy's mom on what date?
3: October 6th. Correct. Question number four, what's the Halloween day event at the Maryland Zoo? Zoo Boo. Correct.
2: <laughs> Question number five, what donut at Dash Inn is topped with icing and cereal?
3: Correct. Question number six. Which festival did Kramer take his mom to? South Point Fun Fest. Correct.
2: Question number seven. Name the mayor that Brandon Scott won a bet against this month.
3: Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. This is a tough one. He made a bet.
2: Had to do with a a football wager. A football wager. Okay. We can say that.
3: We did win this bet.
2: We did win the bet. So that might be...
3: You got
5: about
2: eight
3: seconds. I don't know! You wanna take a stab at it? <laughs> yeah. Three,
2: two! I don't know!
3: One! <laughs> Alright. So we did talk about it this week on the show. Yes. Uh, Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott made a football wager, if you will, yes. with another mayor, mayor. in another okay.
2: place. And I think that's all we'll say for today. Yes. Because we did mention it <laughs> on the show, but I think you could start. I think it, you probably Google. If you
3: Google, it like, literally comes up.
2: Mayor Brandon Scott bets. Bet? I'm sure something yeah. will pop up as long as it's of recent history, okay? Yeah. Got it. So we'll come back tomorrow, brand new round, and uh, have a great day, okay? It's good talking to you.
3: Thanks, you too. Bye, guys. Bye.
4: Ooh, are you still mad?
0: Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue?
4: Forgive and Forget with Kramer and Jess.
2: If your best friend from childhood ruined your marriage, (laughs) would you be able to forgive her? Let us sink in for a second. Welcome to Forgive and Forget. Um, We do this on Fridays in case you're new to it.
3: So, we always have listeners reach out to Kramer and myself if they want to give an apology or if they want to receive an apology. And in today's case, someone would like to give an apology.
2: If you ever want to be on this segment, by the way, Kramer at Mix1065baltimore.com. Okay, Melissa and Scott, good morning. Hi, good morning. Morning. Good morning. Okay, let's just just delve right into the story.
6: Yeah. So, Scott is actually... My husband of three years, but the ex-husband of one of my oldest friends, and pretty much when something started happening with Scott and I, and then we eventually got married, things just kind of dissipated between all basically Lori and Scott and, and Lori and I, because I've known Lori since we were in second grade. Like, we grew up together, and I'm just feeling... I'm just feeling kind of yucky about it. You know, it's been weighing on me lately and I'm missing my friend. And I guess I just, I want her to forgive me.
2: Well, I think we're, 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 we're leaving out a big piece of this puzzle, which is um, there was some overlap of these these two situations.
3: They were still together when
2: yes. Scott and
6: I started seeing each other, yes.
3: Scott and Lori were still married? Mm-hmm. We
6: we started our relationship when they were still officially married.
3: How yes. long were you two having an affair? It was,
6: you know, off and on at first, and then for six months, so um, all will told about a year. Okay. Um, but you know, Lori and I were kind of on the rocks, and I mean, not that doesn't make it better, but you know, I I don't know. Okay, so I basically was like a confidant, and we developed something stronger, and then we fell in love with each other.
3: Was there
2: not guilt before? But there's guilt now. I guess I'm just like, why why are we doing this today?
6: You know, it's crazy, but with the pandemic happening, it's like you you realize who your people are, you know? And I've known her my whole life, and I can't even reach out to her. We don't talk. We literally just, it's just disconnected. And it was like, we didn't even know each other. And I just, I feel like I need to do this and do it in front of everybody. Like, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and I just figured that you guys could help me with this.
2: Have you and Lori, you guys talked about this at
6: all? It just didn't seem to feel right to, Uh to be talking to her about this, and I just kind of removed myself from the situation and stepped back, let their divorce happen, and then after that, I just it just felt weird to reach out. You know?
2: Yeah. Scott, how do you feel about all this?
6: I, I understand where Melissa's coming from, and I and I want her to, to you know, I think it's so so sweet. She wants to make this gesture, and and she's
2: that that's just the type of person she is. What are, what do what do we think our odds are right now that she is?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm- it's obviously your guys' decision now that you want to reach out, but I just want everyone to be on the same page that if Lori's had to wait three years for some sort of an, an apology, especially from someone that she's known since the second grade, I don't know how likely she would be by accepting it now.
6: I just think, what if, you know, we start a family? I want her to be around, and I mean, we were little girls together. You, want,
3: just- her in her, you want her in your life moving forward? Yeah, I feel
6: like she should, you know, be around and, and
3: to know
2: that I want forgiveness. I do think a conversation may be necessary.
3: I mean, I would have, I, it should have been. I think it's a little three years.
0: A little late, late right? But, but I think
2: I, I, I get how that could have been awkward for you, too. Um, here's my biggest problem with this. Lori has no idea. Lori has no idea who wants to apologize so I called Lori Scott gave me Lori's number I called her I said listen explain the segment to her but I never tell the people who until they come on the air but I say do you want to come on and do this she said absolutely I asked her does she have an idea of who it is I don't know how this is going to go I really don't mm-hmm. uh, so what we do is I'm going to play two songs I'm going to call her up we're going to get her on the air and then um, we're going to see like is she ready is she ready to forgive Hey Lori. Hi. Good morning.
3: Hi Lori. Good morning.
2: You're prepared for anything here, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe this can be helpful. Um, let me get on Scott and Melissa. Melissa, are you there? Hey Lori. Hi. Hey, Lori. You've got um, your ex-husband. You have um, your best friend from elementary school we know we've all been privy on the situation and that's why Melissa is here today so Melissa it's all you
6: I know it's been a really long time and the way that we stopped talking was not fun for you but during the time that we've been apart I, I've been worried about you and I've just been wondering how you're doing and I just wanted to publicly
2: say I'm sorry mm-hmm. I mean, you went through a lot. i I don't know that you owe her anything at this point. To be honest with you, I don't if you're not ready for that, I don't think anybody listening is gonna be shocked about this at all, by the way.
6: Um, honestly i've I've obviously had time to think about this, and i've I've thought a lot about it. And you know, it's fine. Um, I'm glad that you guys are happy. You know, and
3: you know, I get it. You, you, Lori, is there anything that you want to say? Is there anything that you want to share? How it's made you like, how I mean, how do you feel having to wait three years for this apology? Like, is there anything like you have the floor to say anything that you've ever wanted to say to them right now?
2: I think that you still, I listen as a guy that's been divorced now for almost three years, I still harbor. A lot of anger towards my ex-wife. Okay? Um, yeah. I was in a situation where I got cheated on. It doesn't feel good at all. You're allowed to still be upset.
6: No, it's, it's fine. Like, um, it's fine now. You know, honestly, it's like things happen. And he doesn't want me, and you guys are together, and, you know, that's what he wants. So, it's fine.
2: Do you want to rekindle your friendship with Melissa? Like, are you there? Yeah, I mean we can get lunch or something I guess. Scott, how where are you in this whole thing? Um, I'm I'm relieved that
6: you know, Lori is taking this pretty well. I guess. I I, I feel bad, Lori. I didn't get to say that earlier. I I the way things happened it it wasn't the most, you know, mature or responsible and, and you got hurt in the process, but um I'm glad you guys can be friends
3: again. Yeah. No, Lori, don't let them, they don't they don't let them walk <laughs> all over you. If there's something that you want to say, like yeah, there's I, nothing I you, wanna feel, say, you like want like to say, you want me to say something back. for you. You don't have to hold back right now. You don't uh, have to be nice. Yeah.
6: You know. I mean, we can maybe get lunch next week and talk about it further. Um, if that sounds good. Great.
0: Uh, Sure. It's Charm City Secrets with Kramer and Jess.
4: On Mix 106.5.
2: Can you call us or text us right now if there is a superstition that you secretly believe in? You're like, this is the one, no matter what it is. You know, it's a black cat crossing your path. Yeah. Or if it's uh, Friday the 13th, so scary. You truly believe it. Mm-hmm. We want your confession this morning. 410-583-1065. 410-583-1065. Uh, new survey out this morning saying that many people in Baltimore would pass on a house for superstitious reasons. Okay. Okay? So like that you could walk into a house. you love it. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. It's just what we've been thinking about. And then one thing pops up. You may feel a little superstitious. About 40% of people, Jess, in the city say that they would pass on it.
3: They'll walk away.
2: If you want to know the top reasons of why, um, number one is that they learned something bad had happened in the home. Okay. Okay, so like somebody died in the house. They're like, no, 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 I'm not moving that house. They felt bad vibes is the next one. Like you walk into the house, like, no, 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 get bad vibes. Yes. Can't live here.
3: That's me (laughs) with everything
2: in my life. 18% of people in this survey said that they could not move into a house because it was on an unlucky street number. Okay. Like the house number was like, maybe it was 13 Main Street.
3: Dream home walks away because of a number. Yep. And then the
2: last one is it had an unlucky street name. Like if okay. it's on Elm Street. Oh. Take you back to Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's scary. They're not buying it. They're not having it. So that's what we want to talk to you about this morning. Is there a superstition that you truly do believe in? 410-583-1065. Hey, Sarah from Middle River. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, Charm City secret is what's the superstition that you actually believe in? Like you, you will live and die by it.
5: Okay, well, I'm really big on like do not walk. If you're, if you're in a group of people, do not Walk uh, through a pole like you're. Everybody's supposed to walk around the pole together. Together, and if you do, like you'll bring like bad years of luck upon you and your friends. I don't it's, think it's really crazy. I don't think I know this one.
3: No, I don't know if I've ever heard this before. So wait, is there a specific side that you all have to be on, and you all have to be on the same side together?
5: Yeah, So like everybody has to walk on the right side of the pole and if you like split the pole it's like terrible bad luck and everybody will get the bad luck and yeah when things start to happen that's how you know you have the bad luck do oh my you, gosh
2: <laughs> do, but do you have any like actual proof of that you know Listen, what i mean
5: i think it's crazy but i think that like when you start to see the bad luck happen in your life that's the proof
2: did you already <laughs> split the poll? Like and like, because I can't tell like if you're kidding or if you're serious. Like, like you truly 100 percent believe in this. I think
5: I think that when COVID happened, I think that's
2: the bad luck. So no, that no. Luck. no. <laughs> so
5: many people split the poll.
2: Yeah, Jessica, have you heard of that?
5: I haven't, but now before. I believe her. Now I'm paranoid. I'm like, oh my God.
2: <laughs> Was it my fault?
5: Listen, I think that people need to stop splitting poles. Okay, yeah,
2: okay. yeah. And now I'm going to be super con- <laughs> self-conscious about this. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for calling us.
4: Absolutely.
2: She might be the biggest Friday the 13th believer in mm-hmm. the whole entire state. We'll talk to her in just a couple of seconds. Charm City's secret for this morning, by the way, if you're just joining us, is what is that superstition that you secretly believe in? You live and die by this one, man. You may not come out and tell your friends, but you're going to tell us today. Mm -hmm. We're curious. Jess, I used to be so... (laughs) I can remember having a very traumatic time back in the day when I would think about not responding to a chain letter.
3: Oh my goodness. And I'm
2: talking about like the actual chain letters in the mail. That's probably before your time, huh? Oh, in the mail? In the mail. Oh, I'm
3: all thinking texting or Facebook. I mean, the same
2: thing. The same things go. You When know, those first like-
3: came out, at least for me, I was like, am I about to have bad luck if, if like- I don't send this to 10 people for the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah, like, Is it over for me?
2: <laughs> I used to have so much anxiety. When you'd get one like that, right?
3: (laughs) Yes. And
2: then you'd be like, well, I got it now, I mean, both ways, because I was, the internet age came around when I was about 13, 14, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when all those stupid emails started coming in.
3: The chain stuff. (gasps) Who even started that? I don't know, and like why? I know
2: what's the purpose? I
3: don't why? Know. Why add it anxiety just to my people life? Out. You know,
2: text messages. What are they saying? 410-583-1065. eight three one zero six five. We're talking about the superstitions that you secretly believe in.
3: Ladies, never ever put your purse on the floor. Bad luck financially. I believe that one too, especially when you're driving. My Apu, my grandma taught me to never put my purse on the floor of the car, but in the back seat on the actual seat. I've
2: never heard this. So wait, the, the superstition is if you put it on the floor, it, you have Financial bad luck? Mm-hmm. Never heard that before. Okay. Uh,
3: Johnny E says if someone sweeps a broom across your feet, it's bad luck. I never knew that.
2: Okay. Didn't know that one either.
3: And then one more text. Um, my mom taught me that you always leave by the same door that you enter if you visit someone, otherwise, it's bad luck. I didn't know that either.
2: No, I didn't either. Hey, Lisa from Towson, good morning. Hi, good hi, morning. Hi. Uh, superstition that you secretly believe.
4: I don't leave my house on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, it's bad luck. I take off work. I'm not doing it. Too much bad stuff happens on that day. Um, I'm just not going to be a part of it. I'm staying home. I'm staying safe. Okay. And I'm staying out
2: of it. Well, explain, explain to us. Um, like did something happen? The, to yeah, you? Yeah. Like why? What is your thing? Because I mean, obviously, is it just the superstition of it all, or did something, or did things literally bad happen to you on Friday thirteenth?
4: Oh, oh no. One time I got in a car accident. That's oh. when I stopped leaving the house. Another time, a friend of mine got her wallet stolen. Another time, my friend's husband left her. No. Like every Friday the thirteenth, it's something, and I'm just, I'm not. I just can't even go out into the world that day because, I mean, if I got in a car accident once, I'll probably die the next time I'm not doing it. And if all these other bad things are happening to the people around me, I even encourage them to stay home. I mean, I have a teenage daughter. She's 16. She does not want to stay home, so she went out last time and got food for us. But I try to explain to her like, "You need to be safe. We need to be safe. We need to stay home." Wow. She thinks I'm crazy, but I know that I'm right.
2: Jess, how do you feel about Friday Thirteenth? You into that one or not? Nah?
3: I've never really been into it, but if some, if like all those things happen to me personally and then to people around me, I'd probably do the same yeah. thing.
2: I mean, I will say it's weird. I, I mentally bunker down every Friday thirteenth. Do you really? I just I just look around, you know, and so I'm not trying to get caught by Friday thirteenth.
3: It, it never phases me, but like now I'm on. Should I be? Phased?
2: I know. Where's my wallet? <laughs> you should
3: be staying home. You should be okay. staying home. There she goes. Okay. There she goes. Right okay. there.
2: I'm so glad you called. Thank you so much. Hi, Julie. Hi. What city do you live in, by the way, Julie?
5: Um, Prince Frederick, Maryland.
2: Julie, is there a is there a superstition that you truly believe in? Like die hard.
5: Yes, I believe that the number 13 is evil. Um, this morning I was at work. I worked the night shift. Yeah. And a fuse kept blowing, um, and the girl showed me what twitch to flick. And I go and flick it, and it caught the kitchen light on fire, and we had to call the fire department. And then I go back and look at the fuse box, and, of course, it was number 13.
2: Oh. Ew. I mean, 13 to me is a weird one. I don't have any personal yeah. experience with 13, but I don't, I don't mess with it. You know I haven't I mean?
3: either, but I didn't understand it was that serious. I don't mess
2: with it. I mean, could it be yeah. a coincidence it was Fuse 13, though, you know?
3: I don't know, but a
5: lot of places that have you know the thirteenth floor, oh, they skip the number thirteen and
2: keep going. Isn't that crazy? That that's like a. If you don't notice that, Jess, if you go to like some hotels, some or taller buildings, it'll, they'll skip over floor thirteen. They'll really? Go, they'll go Ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen.
3: Yeah. Why don't I know this?
2: People don't mess with this kind of stuff, ma'am. All right, but there's a okay. real life example. Thirteen gone wrong. I'm glad you called this morning, Jess. What are people saying on text?
3: Um, we have three texts, but two from Jenny Jen in Annapolis. Her first one. Speed up when driving over railroad tracks, otherwise you get bad luck
2: feet up. I never heard that one. Man, y'all, are, I'm learning some new ones today. Have
3: you heard the one where you have to hold your breath, breath. when you're going through a tunnel?
2: No, but I've heard breath by a cemetery. What? You never heard that before? Like a ghost will come in your throat or something? I don't really? Know. Yeah. I always yeah. pray
3: when I go next to a cemetery. Know,
2: something like a swallow a ghost. I don't remember.
3: Okay, and then the other one she says, don't cut your hair outside because birds will make a nest with your hair and give you headaches. <laughs> That's not true. I don't know. She says it's an old one. And then we have wow. another text from a different gen okay. knocking on woods so you don't jinx yourself.
2: Yeah, I did the knock on wood one. i I'll did do it. it. Yeah, that's when I'll actually—that's when I actually get behind. Lindsay, explain this superstition you have. I mean, so when you're walking into an important event, like a job interview, or say meeting someone for the first time, you always make sure your right foot
6: enters the room first. What? I've
2: never heard of this before. Where
6: does this You've come never from?
2: Heard of, no, um, I, I was always just taught that. Like. As well as not, just make sure you put your right foot forward. So every time that you're walking, you'll like literally stop yourself and double check and make sure. Yes. Yeah. I never heard of that one. I wonder. They, do you know like the, the the background behind that of what it actually means? I don't know any of it. My mom used to call it her quote unquote gypsy, and her yeah. Uh-huh. I believe your mom. so she had those little hairs in the back of her neck would stand up. And well, there was a bunch that, you know, like the person just said, don't split the pole. Yeah. Put your right foot forward. Yeah. Don't walk
4: under a ladder. Things like that. Like, it's, we're very, my family's very superstitious.
2: Right foot. Okay, that's, listen, this is what we need to know. We all got to stay safe out in these streets. You know what I mean? I didn't
4: know that. Absolutely. Absolutely, Yeah, yeah. Thank Nothing's you so- a coincidence. The universe is at work. You just always put your right foot forward.
2: There she goes, right there. Thank you so much for calling us.
4: Absolutely. Have a good day. Cowboy. Good
2: morning. 13 to you is not unlucky. Nope. Tell me. Uh, I bought a
4: townhouse for my son
2: and daughter-in-law when they got married. Yeah. The address was 1313.
5: Oh, boy.
3: So you didn't care at all. Have you never been into superstitions or just nope. the 13th thing?
5: Superstition is only a pe-
2: uh, is in the mind. Okay, so you buy this townhouse. Everything's fine with it? Oh, yeah, everything's fine with it. They, um, they turned around, they sold the townhouse and bought a bigger
5: house. Dang,
3: okay. But well, why did they sell it, though?
5: <laughs> because their family was getting bigger. Because
3: okay. it was
4: haunted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Cowboy, go with, go with our drama this morning, man. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you all later. Bye, Cowboy. Bye. Bye-bye. Literally like halfway through Cowboys call. I just I just realized what Jenny was saying and I never realized that was a superstition what like Like start the day with your your right foot forward. I was talking like like the right attitude. I didn't realize it was literally meant to like the right foot forward everything's connected. My mind just got blown right there